ESPN Chicago, and this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the Old National Bank Studio, WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Here we go, yo, here we go, yo, so what, so what, so what's the scenario? Carmen, do you even know who this is? Uh, do you even know who this is? No. The scenario, Bavario. I have no idea who that is. We're no kicking idea. it off. Way to start. On a beautiful <laughs> Wednesday. Yes, it that's what we want. Beautiful. It is a beautiful Wednesday before Thursday. Thanksgiving. Carmen and I are here in the one day that the good kid drives, Johnny Handsome, John Yerkovich. Yes. He sits behind the wheel of the car and drives it straight into a bridge embankment. That's what we are doing here today. 312-332-3776. Good job. We usually do this as like a all questions Wednesday before the Thanksgiving holiday. If anybody wants to sit and chat and talk and have a good time, ask any question that one could possibly ask. Uh, Specifically of Carmen or I, any theories, hockey theories, these theories, those theories, theories, any theories. (laughs) Let me break down the show for you today a little bit. We got Courtney Cronin. She's coming on at she the is. bottom of the hour, 1230. We're yes. going to have Courtney, Courtney Cronin give us some thoughts about the Chicago Bears. We've got some queries and some questions, so we'll find out what uh, Courtney's got going on with the Chicago Bears. And, of course, our gambling expert, our little buddy, the way we met when he was only about 19 years old. <laughs> Todd Furman's going to join us from Vegas. One o'clock. And he's going to give us some plays, hopefully for the weekend. Now, I want to break these plays down, Carm. I got plays. Well, I understand what you got. You got plays because you're always gambling. You're always making picks. I'm talking specifically, I want a Thursday-like three-pack that I can attack. You want to bet all three games? Overs, you know, not necessarily bet all three games, but maybe there's a first-half underplay. Maybe Mm -hmm. there's something like that. I'm trying to build myself a fund for Sunday. Well, Saturday, too, don't forget. If you'd let me finish here before you keep interjecting all the time with your thoughts, and we're going to need that a lot today. Trust me when I say it, fellas. We're going to need it a lot. Um, Thursday, build it into Friday. Build it into college football Saturday. And then into the NFL action on Sunday. You've got all 16 games, right? No buys this week. Uh, No buys this week. No buys this week. You've got all 16 games, three, one, a ton, and then one on Monday. Yeah, there's a lot of action. You've got to like that. A lot of great football action. I think I saw yesterday 49 straight days of football with Eastern Michigan's victory yesterday. Is that right? Yeah, some action. It's been 49 straight days of football. Wait, it has been? It four, has been. Like As of yesterday, it was 49 straight days of football. Wow. You I, believe that? I guess because Maction's been happening like Maction, on Tuesdays yeah, and Wednesdays. All types of action. How many breaks will we have from like today going forward, I, 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 I bet I, you not many. Not like many. once tomorrow hits, yeah, I, I, th- I think we just continue on, my friend. We just roll. We now. just roll. Full with seasons the, roll with around the, the corner. Yeah. And, and, I mean, this is the greatest time of year. I'd oh like my to God, think it's the best. You got hockey, you got basketball, you got college basketball. And if you were watching the Maui Classic yesterday, I was. Did you watch the I upset? Watched, I watched the upset Kansas against Marquette. Yeah, I watched the upset. I watched all the action that Maui has to give you. You really have become a college basketball of, like uh, not an aficionado. But you're passionate about it. Uh, let me tell you, sometimes the basketball is pitiful, but at least they care about their pitiful basketball. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a passion. You don't think NBA players care as much? Pitiful basketball. I saw uh, Purdue win. Purdue I plays saw, 
Yeah, Marquette, Purdue plays right? Marquette today, today, but Purdue won yesterday, too. So I watched some of that action. Hey, listen, you give me the Maui Classic, I'm going to watch. They got something happening in the Bahamas all the time, too. They're always. They play in the ballroom. There's like an Alaska there. one, there's the Bahamas, there's the Maui. There's... Imagine the short, short straw you got how to go you, play in Alaska. How do you get that? How does somebody say, yeah, oh, that's where we want to be. We want to be in Alaska in November. We want to go to Fairbanks. No, nobody we're, wants we're, to go Where to the Fairbanks. sun is up for 90 yeah. minutes. Absolutely ridiculous. Time. Like, what is that? That's like your coach is punishing you and making you go there. Well, it looks like Kansas spent all their time on the beach. I don't blame them. Boy, they didn't look good. And Shaka Smart, you know Shaka Smart is beating Bill's self. Beating Bill's self at three different places. VCU, VCU. Texas. Texas and, and now, and uh, now Marquette. Marquette. Yeah. Wow. No wonder Bill many Self coaches doesn't like him. Say that. Yeah. No, oh, I don't know. Most good coaches stay in one place. True. Well, Shock Smart's a good coach, and he was coming up from Virginia Commonwealth, so he was becoming better. Went to Texas, failed miserably at right. Texas. Never worked. Ended up, yeah, ended up at Marquette. And now it looks like he's got things going in Marquette. So I love college basketball. You do love college basketball. I like sports, Carm. This is what it's all about. Yeah. You know I love sports. I come off as a curmudgeon and a crab sometimes. Sometimes. You know, just because I don't like the effort that I see in the NBA sometimes. Mm -hmm. It drives me absolutely crazy. Here's another thing we're going to touch on today. I talked about effort. The Tom Brady thoughts on the NFL. Wherever you want to go, my man. We're going to go everywhere. We got Brady thoughts. Uh, We got all types of stuff. The Montez Sweat is where we're going to start. The curious case of Montez Sweat and Coach Eber Flush. And his thoughts that 63% for a guy making $24 million is enough percentage of plays for this guy. And his answer simply is rotation. Carm, what do you believe here? I, I don't know what to think. Uh, this, this probably, we probably didn't make a big enough deal of this on Monday. Yeah. Because there was so much, so much to digest, digest about the how collapse. they blew it. Yeah. The collapse was what you wanted to talk about. It was, you know, we probably, and, and it, it did come up Monday. I mean, we touched on it, especially late in the show, and then we touched on it during crosstalk. It was discussed again a little bit yesterday. We can play some Matty Berflusson from his press conference today. Uh, it is very curious. I mean, and we'll ask Courtney about this in 30 minutes when she joins us. The Bears' defense was on the field for 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I mean... How many total plays? What are we talking about here? You've got to find a balance and a rotation when your defense is on the field for 20 minutes. You just paid Montez Sweat $100 million to play 63% of the snaps. I've never heard of such a thing. Now, if a guy's like coming off of an injury or is hurt... Right. If he like didn't play in Washington, if he didn't play in Washington, and conditioning is an issue, okay, that I get. That makes like, sense. Yeah. yeah, if he was holding out, or if he was just getting back, or if there was an injury, you had nine, you had ten days to prepare. You you had extra time. Your one hundred million dollar pass rusher was on the field for not even two thirds of the snaps. Yeah, you had fifty seven snaps. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there's no fifty seven snaps. Seventeen of them being on the last two series. Was he tapping out? In the I last, mean, well, I mean, that's the question that uh, needs to be asked. But sixty three of fifty seven. You know, less like, a third of that is what nineteen nineteen plays he took off. Took off three game? plays on the last drive. Right, plays I mean, like, but 19 plays, you get, I'm sitting for 19 plays? Like, what did I say about those last two drives? That's when you need one of your best defensive linemen yeah. or one of your best edge rushers if you're playing an odd man front. That's where you need your best defensive lineman 
or pass rusher to make a play. That's when T.J. Watt makes a play. That's when Nick Bosa makes a play. That's when Miles Garrett makes a play. That's when Chris Jones makes a play. That's when Micah Parsons makes a play. Now, he might not be any of those five. I get it. Those are like the five best defensive players in the league. Fine. But you paid him $100 million. You traded what's going to be a top 40 pick. And you need somebody to make a play. And on three of those pass rushes, he wasn't even on the field. Right. It's like 21 like It doesn't plays. make any sense. He took 21 plays off that game. 21 plays off that game. During the time when they weren't on the field at all. Because we already said he took three of the 11 off, right? Right. So there's 18 other plays throughout that game It's that he was taking a vacation on the side. Now, it's hard for me to believe that somebody would want to tap out. I know in second and long and third and long, if I'm a pass oh, rusher, that's when I want to be out there. Pinning yours. That's back. when I'm, I'm making my money. That's when I make my make money, 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 make money, money. That's where you're going cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. You'd want to be on the field at that point. His only sack yesterday came when they ran a naked bootleg and he didn't bite. Kept his shoulder square, came back, and closed quick on the quarterback. Yes. That's what he did. That's what Fantastic. everybody's doing on those nakeds now. Everybody loves that. Nakeds don't work anymore. Give me the free sack. Well, sometimes it does. I'll take the free sack. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'm waiting for the one he's got to work for, though. I'm waiting for the one he's got to work for. We haven't for. really seen that yet. Hopefully you, we you, see You want to hear Eberflus again trying to answer this? Yeah, let's hear it. This is from today. Uh, Matt Eberflus addressing the media at his uh, press conference. And I know you'll say, well... We just got to be more consistent. But uh, here, here's Potash. Uh, wait, is this the answer, guys? I'm looking for. Is this the one on? Uh, boys, is this the one on? Um, sweat, sweat. No, I was playing the wrong one. I'm sorry. Here we go. I played the wrong one. Here, here we go. Would you? You said Sweat needed to come out in that late situation. Would you tell him not to? Would you tell him no? We need you in, even at, you know, even if you're tired, or do you leave it to the player in that case? Um, you know. These are pro athletes, right? You know, and they played a lot of football. So, you know, you leave it to him, you know, when he's when he's exhausted, you know, needs to take a play or two, you, you let him do it and then get back in there as fast as you can. I mean, when there's, there's a stoppage in play, whoop, get back in there. And, then, and I think that's always the best practice. Um, you know, some guys stay out there and, you know, they, don't, they just want to stay out there. And you can clearly see that they're tired and their effectiveness goes down, right? So you want to keep your rushers fresh. And that's just the whole mode of doing that. Did it turn out to be particularly problematic for you guys just because, I mean, the reason he's here is because you guys hadn't gotten much of a pass rush going. So the drop-off from Montez Sweat to whoever's coming in for him is significant. Oh, correct. If they're both, you know, fresh. You know, if they're both players are fresh, for sure, but if the guy's, he's done, his, his, you know, level down, is level down in terms of his energy, right, because he's been, went eight plays in a row or five plays in a row or six plays in a row, let's get him out for a couple plays, get a breather, Come back in. And listen, I understand it. I understand why a guy would want to catch a breather. Guys get tired. You rush the quarterback six straight plays. You want to get off the field. You know, you, you, getting a fresher body on there is, but it doesn't make any sense. The math doesn't make sense. So he misses three of 11. That means he still missed 18 out of 46 plays. 18 out of 46 when they weren't being utilized and stressed that hard throughout the game. They were barely on the field. Right. The defense was on the field for less than 20 minutes. Right. It just doesn't make sense. that uh, he, it, I don't understand. I really don't. If it, he's tapping out. I, mean, I, mean, I understand uh, what he's saying. What he's saying is making sense. But it's problematic. And on the final series, if he played 8 out of 11 plays and he took 3 plays off, fine. I get it. He was exhausted. He needed to come off the field. I get it. I understand that. 
But then why was he in 46 plays? Why did he have 18 plays off? I don't know. Okay? Now, that's a lot of plays. It means he played 28 out of 46 plays before that final series. Okay? And then he actually played a higher percentage. 8 of 11 is actually a, yeah, higher, a higher percentage. Well, yeah, of course. Okay? Yeah. So, you know, why was he resting that early in the game when you guys weren't on the field? Don't know. Don't know. Don't so know. I think that's the question mark. That's what you really got to ask yourself. Bears have the fewest sacks in the league. Eric. Yep. 15. That's it. Generating pressure has well, been a problem, and nobody could really do it. Ngakwe got close, but... Nobody could really do it on the. Nobody could step up and make sacks. a play on those last right, two drives. They had two sacks, I believe, last week. If I'm not mistaken, uh, they had. Was it just sweat? I thought, I thought it was they just had another sweat one. one, wasn't it? Well, I thought they had another one. I know they gave up two sacks. They did give up two sacks. And one one of those at the end of the, the game. final play of the game. The safety, yeah. the strip sack, and then the. We well, finally saw something out of Hutchinson. Yeah, he he waited the whole game to make a play, but he made it. But again, there you go. Guess what? Somebody stepped up on the defensive line for Detroit when they needed it. And the Bears could not do that on those last two drives. And you were, at looking, that point, you at were that, looking for right. one play. They Tom. did have two sacks, Yerk. You know yeah. what? Uh, Sanborn had a sack. Thank you. I yes. thought Sanborn had one. Blitz. But you, you get that deer in the headlights look for that Bears offense when they come back on the field after the defense gave up another touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out there like, I can't believe where we're at. Mm-hmm. How the hell did this happen? How do we have the ball uh, you know, with zero timeouts? Or they might have had one timeout or two timeouts because they only used one. Uh, to stop the ball with 31 seconds so Detroit can compose themselves and score the touchdown. Yeah, you hate that. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that whole whole thing the way it ended up breaking down. But, you know, at some point we're going to move forward and some at some point we're going to have the uh, focusing on the NFL action that we have tomorrow. The fact that John Rahm wants to join the Live. How about that? I, and I you thought, think Liv is dead? I thought Liv was good. I don't Liv understand, but who's dead. watching Liv? Who, nobody goes, nobody watches it. Like, Somebody's got to be watching. They keep doing it. I, that's what I don't understand. I thought it was all going away. They made the merger with the PGA. It hasn't done yet. It's not so done they're yet. they're going to play it, a Liv was, season next yes, year? Yes. They've I don't hear anything about Liv. Well, I mean, you're not looking. Is I think the, the information's out there, but you got to want to look for it. We were there when it was here in Chicago right. doing a show that week again. Okay, that's like all I heard about it. I, I, I'm, I was stunned to hear you say that. More sports, Saru. It's the Carmen and Yurko show. It's Wednesday. Carmen's going to give us one of his favorite recipes. I'll give you the recipe for swirl later on. We've got all types of sporting action happening today. And we come back, we're going to break down that little bit of golf thing that Carmen doesn't hear about anymore on ESPN Radio 1000. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Joe's Live Rosemont is the best place in Chicagoland for live music. Join them for the best in live country with Yellowstone's Luke Grimes, December 1st. Willie Nelson's son and his band, Promise of the Real on December 5th. And then uh, Friday, December 15th, it's Face the Music. Get your tickets now at joesliverosemont.com. And if you're hungry for some Q and some bourbon, you want to hit up Bub City Rosemont. It's where the barbecue is smoking, the bourbon's flowing, and the country music is live every weekend. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I toss and turn. I can't sleep at night. 
Once I ran from you, now I run to you. Look at you. This tainted love you give me, Carmen. It is a tainted love that you give me. This is why you should man, drive more often. That man-on-man love that only one can enjoy. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. It is ESPN Radio 1000. It is Johnny Handsome here on the Carmen and Yurko Show. The one day I drive the show Straight into the ditch. That's what I like to do, and that's what I'm all about. You just brought it out brilliantly. I should let everybody know, uh, at 12.57, I'm sorry, at 11.57, the show hadn't even started. Yurko uh, uttered to us, I'm exhausted already. I didn't understand because the show hasn't started. Mentally exhausted. I was already mentally exhausted just thinking about everything. Uh, And here's what ends up happening. I teased two times that Courtney, uh, Courtney Cronin, our, our NFL insider for the Chicago Bears was going to be on the air. And guess what? Bristol put her on deadline. Yeah. She's got to produce 4,000 4, words by well, 1 o'clock. By 1. And now all of a sudden, I got no Courtney Cronin coming on the show. That is bad it's news. It's this type, uh, this type of, uh, of, of tumultuousness. Tumultuousness? Yes. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you for saying that correctly. That drives... Uh, a driver of a show, absolutely crazy sometimes. Yeah. But no Courtney today. She'll go on with Waddle and Sylvia at three. She's got a deadline in like 40, so she can't join us. That my, is a bummer. I wanted to talk to her about the I, sweat I stuff. I did, too. So I want to talk to her about sweat, too. But we're going to go out and uh, we're going to talk to the people. Yeah. Uh, it's my one pet peeve with Carm. Every once in a while, we don't go out to the people. I was UPS Joe, click him in. Hey, UPS Joey. Joe, what do you got for us? What's happening, fellas? Hi, man. How you doing? 63% for Sweat, 92% for Hutchinson. How yes, about that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, like, Joe, I so, mean, like Yurko told you, you basically, your best pass rushers, probably somewhere around 85, 80, like seven out of every eight plays, yeah, seven, seven out of eight, 87 87.5%. Like, they should probably yeah. be on the field, eight you're, out of every 10 right. pass rushers. Your best players usually yeah. don't leave the field. You know, you got your five offensive linemen that play every snap of the game. Right. Now, I get it to it's attack. Fellas. Anyway, listen, guys, I appreciate you having so me on cut, all the time. Cut off your Give mouth. thanks. We're all blessed. Yes. And Elmwood Park's going to be rocking tonight, boys. Oh, yes, of course. It's uh, Hell hey, Wednesday. Have yeah, we Joey, got, have a great thanks, holiday. Thanks, Joey. Have we got our pastrami yet out of Elmwood no, Park? No, not pastrami. I thought it was pastrami coming down the pipeline. Pastrami. What do we got? What do we got? Gabagol? Probably like Super so, so Prasad, yeah. that's what it is. The so Prasad hasn't come down the pipe yet. I'm a little bit upset. 312-332-3776. Billy, you're on the south side. What's life got for you today, my friend? What's up, Carm? Yurko? What up, buddy? How you feeling, Billy? Great. Happy holidays, everybody. I enjoy the show. You guys are very humorous, knowledgeable. And just good together. Thank Happy you. Thanksgiving, you guys. I, you too, I appreciate Billy. it. That's what happens when you put an Italian and a Croatian in a room together. You get radio magic. Well, that's how. That's what we live for, right? That's what we do. So, that's right. Hey, Yurk, I know you a few times. I'm Billy from Canaryville. You, I met you at the steakhouse. I'm the Harboff guy. I don't understand why they're after Harboff. But anyways, just got a question for you, Yurk. Yeah. Why, why don't you teach college, high school, or professional football? Because I, I know you know the game. I know you have the passion. I know you're a great communicator. That's what you're doing now. You're driving the bus today. Right. Yep. Sorry, that's all right. But that's just the way it is, right? So why don't you do that? Because I think you'd be very good at it. As a coach, good question. Bill. I watched head coaches kind of, you know, and, and assistant coaches kind of change out every two, three years. And I didn't want to live a nomadic lifestyle. Very transient lifestyle. I, 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 had, I was in four places. Yeah. I went to Miami. I was in Green Bay. I moved to Jacksonville. Went to Cleveland. At one point, I wanted my kids to have a hometown. Yeah. Same kind of uh, upbringing that I had. I lived in Calumet City, Illinois. That's where I grew up. Calumet City, Illinois. Early on, we moved. 
But once in Calumet City, That's went it. to school, mm-hmm. went to high school, had a foundation, met my lifelong friends that I got, my pals. You know, so that's what I like. That's what I appreciated. And I wanted to offer that same thing up to my kids. That's why I never coached. Good answer. No, no trust me. you really do have to bounce around as a coach. Trust me. I, I still got a hankering sometimes. Do you? I, 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 anytime I see substandard play, anytime I see poor technique, why wouldn't well, I be I mean, able to help? You're old and to get in the game now, though. You know, Who? I mean, who's you, old? You, you kidding me? <laughs> Mind as sharp as a tack, and the knowledge never leaves. That's true. But yeah, let, let me tell you. Really let me let that? me tell. Let me tell you what else too. Hand to hand combat doesn't change. No, I know. I, I don't doubt hand, that you can't right. teach the technique. No, yeah, I mean, that, that's what it's all about. Hand to hand combat that you can teach. It. Right. Yeah. Thank you. One yeah. of the three. One of the. Yeah. yeah. But the the point is, hand to hand combat doesn't change. No, I, I get that. I was a grappler as a youth. I know. You know. I think you could teach it. Well, yeah, and that's all you got to do. You got to teach. Well, and not only that. But it's my superior knowledge when it comes to tendencies and formations and all so that kind of stuff. Do you think you'd still be – I mean, you, I, you've been in this business, so you yeah. follow it. You watch it. But yeah. like you always say, all you need is a few years removed and the game changes. Yeah. You've been out of the game for 20-plus yeah. years yes. now. Would I you? agree. Well, I'm wonderfully intelligent. That's true. That's, you, are, you are bright. Yeah, don't don't underestimate me. You are bright. Hey, I'm a hell of a slouch, all right? <laughs> Pete, you're in New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? Yeah, Buffalo, New York, West New York, the good part of the state. Yeah, oh, the good, you got the good that part, right. Huh? The good part. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, great. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. I love this show. Thanks, the day Pete. before Thanksgiving. Yurko takes the wheel, drives us right into the weekend. Yeah. I mean, it just gets the blood flowing, the gravy flowing. It feels good. Great. So, uh, happy Thanksgiving you to you too, and Pete. Um, heard you talking about the Maui Invitational earlier. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the Purdue game yesterday. Lost money. I had the under, and the refs didn't help with that. Mm. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Anyways, uh, the big guy, Zach Eady, around, you know, what's this, like his seventh year in college? Yes. It feels um, that way. Yes. I, I want to get Johnny Roundball's analysis on his NBA future, if there is any. What do you think of him? I mean, he is not much of an outside shot, but he is huge. What do you think about what he can do? I'm, I'm, I'm glad Thanks, he came Pete. back. I'm glad he came back. You know, I'm glad he came back uh, for this year. Uh, it was a disappointment last year. Well, I think he came yeah. out, he put his name in, he pulled his name back and came back to college. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's back. Uh, the problem is when you can do something so specifically dominant, in college, mm-hmm. that you don't develop your whole game. So I would have wanted him to develop his whole, own game. Could he be Vooch? Does he have enough? Well, we always overestimate or underestimated 20 and 10 when Elton Brand gave it to you. I don't know that now he's you giving get eight, 20 now, and 10. Now you're getting 18 and 10 from Vooch, though. Can he give you 18 and 10 in, in, in the big leagues? Boy, I don't know. Can he do that? Can he be a rim protector? Uh, that I think he can. Can, can he, he get like, up and down the court? So does he? can he make the effort? I think he'll get drafted in the second round right. next year because his size alone right. will make him a rim protector. But, boy, he, he just doesn't look all that quick so and explosive to me. Fine, I mean. but can he make the effort to get up and down the court? Yeah. That's what I need. That's what you don't get sometimes. Yeah. You get guys falling asleep. You know, if I need to have three guys back, can I count on him being one of the three back knowing some of my prima donnas aren't coming back? Can he be there? Now, you let an NBA guy have an open 17-footer, guess what? They're, they're probably about 70% on opening open 17-footers with no hand in the face, make without those. movement, stationary 17-footers. He's not going to help you on that. But if anything, he can force everything to be around the rim and not there at the rim. You said second-round draft choice. It's about right. Yeah, I would think he's a second-round It's round about pick. right. Sure. You know, and then you got to develop him. Yes, you do. 
You know, and and then he's got to be willing to be developed in the, in the big leagues. Yes. But has he expanded his game at the college level? I don't know. I mean, did he get did he get better from two years ago? Do we see any pick and roll? Do we see year? any pick and pop? Do we see any of that out of Purdue? I think you see a lot of pick and roll with him, don't you? I mean, I don't watch as much college basketball as you do. I'd have to watch a little bit more closely. Yeah. I don't start watching college basketball till late January. To well, be honest. The, but I then just, you have I, no idea what's going on. I am not pretending to be an expert. Well, uh, I don't pretend to be an expert either. I mean, just watch watching it, it doesn't make you an expert. No, I, I did, but you know what I'm saying. You yeah. have a little bit more of a knowledge base I because you. you're watching it this time of year. I, Nothing against college hoops, and you know I'm a big basketball fan, but uh, this time I like professional basketball better. I got you. And it's football season, so I just I don't watch college buckets this time. I I just got you. Speaking of college buckets, let's go down to high school football. Michael, Indiana. Michael. Hey, Michael. Michael. How are you doing, guys? What are the the Bulldogs got going on? Well, they're playing for the 6A state championship Saturday night at 7 p.m. against the Ben Davis Giants. Oh, Ben Davis, Indianapolis, Ben Davis. Ben Davis yeah. has been uh, to the finals a number of times, have they not? Oh, yeah, they have. And my, I'm a high school football official in Indiana, and our crew had the mm. Crown Point Westfield uh, barn burner last Friday. Are you doing and one of the games this weekend? We are. We got the 2A state championship game at 11 a.m. Saturday. Nice. Who do you got? Who's in that tilt? Uh, we've got Fort Wayne, Bishop Lures, and North Posey. Okay. Keep it fair. Keep yeah. it fair. Keep it fair. All right, Mike. Bishop yeah. Lures, yeah, by the, the way, named after the cough drop. That's, Lures. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Hey, you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. You too, you Michael. Too. Thanks. Too. A state official for yeah. a high school in Indiana. in Indiana. Yeah. And, hey, may yeah. You, you know, the crew have clear senses in the ball game. You Good know what I'm saying? Yarko, yeah. That's what you want. Just clear senses. Put Michael Get out there on hold. Make the right calls. I'm just kidding. There's no betting on high school sports. Well, there's betting on everything. All right. Let's, uh, I, let's, I kid. I let's kid. finish this out with Jim and Kenosha. Jimmy, what's hey, going on? Boys, you, hey, boys. How you doing? Good, good. Hey, Yurik. I hope you got that bus pulled over to the side of the road while you're talking on the phone. Hey, yeah. listen. Um, I'm assuming you know Sean Payton pretty well. Uh, Payton yeah, pretty, pretty well, well, absolutely. I spent three years of my life right. with Sean Payton. Here's my here's my question. Uh, you could probably tell I'm pretty much a Vikings fan, but here's the deal: when when he was coaching the Saints and they had the bounty thing going on, you know what I mean? And yeah. they were playing outside the rule book. Sean Payton gets suspended for a year. Now Sean Payton goes to Denver. Last Sunday night. They got a, their safety yeah. playing outside the rule book again. He gets suspended four games, and the NFL actually upheld it this time, yeah. uh, even on appeal. But my question is, doesn't Sean Payton, I mean, should he be suspended again too? Or does he have any control over these defensive players and how they're playing inside or outside the rules? All right, Jimmy, so the first thing I'll tell right, you, Jim, he got suspended thanks. for the uh, Viking thing, right? That's what he got suspended for. Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, got suspended for Bounty Gate. I no, thought. no, I, th- I think I think because Sean was the head coach, he was overseeing. Was it, was it a it, culmination yeah. of yes. the two? Yeah, the two yeah. events, or was it I just don't the one? The Viking thing with Sean. Well, it's tough pill to swallow. When I tried that, to get him on, that was for Bounty Gate. That wasn't. I don't know, but that's my point. I thought it was for the Viking and stuff. I don't that know. him and the other assistant coach had going on. I don't know. On. Maybe I, I. I think most of that was because of. I think most of it was because of Bounty Gate. I'm okay. almost positive. Well, I, I'm not necessarily sure on that. Secondly, an individual uh, player is responsible for the way he does or he does not hit. 
on the field. And let me tell you, the parameters have changed. Ronnie Lott, Gary Fence, have, uh, Gary Fence, Doug Plank could not play in this year's in this NFL. Chuck Cecil, Chuck Cecil can't yeah. play. Yeah. Dare I say, Rodney Harrison couldn't play in this league now. Yeah. Okay. You couldn't be an intimidator back there. I'm not talking the cheap play of Jack Tatum, where he's trying yeah. to go out there and just hurt people. That's not what to, I'm yeah, talking that about. That was a real different era. I, I'm, I'm talking about Ronnie Lott, who's bringing the sting. You're listening. Oh, oh. All right. You guys want me to break? Just say you really want him to break, break, huh? Give me a signal for heaven's sake. You're talking about Ronnie Lott. Yeah, yeah. so I don't think Sean Payton (laughs) is a dirty coach. I think Sean Payton is a competitor and wants the best out of his players and out of his team. Kareem Jackson's had a little that's bit of a history of this, too, yeah. hasn't he? I mean, this is why second gonna, suspension this year. That's why they're going to discipline him. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, that, he's got to change. If he doesn't change, he'll be out of the NFL. Yeah. All right, when we come back, there'll be no Courtney Cronin. There won't be any. I'm, a, I'm sorry to say that there won't be any Courtney but Cronin. But we'll be still talking. We'll still be talking NFL football. It's the Carmen Yurko Show here on ESPN Radio 1000. Businesses are successful when they control their bottom line. That's why more businesses across northern Illinois are partnering with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program to save on energy costs. Learn more at comed.com slash poweringbiz. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. familiar with this little ditty. I don't know. Are you going to come on in every song? Yeah, every song coming out. I just, you know, if the guy's going to go to production, they're going to go make selections. Then I want to either tell them, hey, this sounds fantastic. It sounds great. It's got a nice rhythmic beat and it's easy to dance to. I give it a 75. There's an American Bandstand reference for uh, all you 22, 23-year-olds out there that have no idea what I'm talking about. You you better explain what American Bandstand is. They don't know what American Bandstand was. Uh, American Bandstand was basically a uh, music thing with the great Dick Clark. Yeah. Where uh, you get all these teenagers or, or young adults out and do a little dancing to some of the uh, the songs that were happening in the rock U.S. of day, a little rock and roll. I mean, you saw like Madonna come out, you saw Michael Jackson come well, out. But you there. go way before that. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, you're talking you, you about. You can yeah. still go way before that. Yeah, but I'm talking about when I was watching. Yes. Yeah. You know, when I was a youngster. That's an old reference, American yeah. Bandstand. Well, but by the way, Sylvie's chimed in. He loves this show more than any so when Sylvie you drive. Shut his mouth. We'll cross-talk with him in a little bit. That, that we will. We will cross-talk with him in a little bit. Uh, we're having fun here. We the are. day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's what we do. We have a good time. Do you do you want to play Tom Brady? Do you want to take more phone calls? What do you want to do? I want to play Albert Breer on the Bears situation. And Albert the, Breer. He was good yesterday with uh, Cap and Hoodie. He always is, and he had a little nugget in there yeah, about like Kevin Warren maybe wanting more control in Let's football. Let's hear a little bit of sound, Carmen. You want to hear that? Yeah, play me some sound. All right, this this was. Um, Guys, do we have the longer clip? I'm sorry. I might have asked for Make the, me a bicycle make clown. Make me a bicycle clown. Yeah, play me some sound. Well, like, this clown. is the short little, like, and Sylvian Waddle played this yesterday. Let's hear it. Give it to me. Give it like, to me. this is a little, uh, and this caught my ear when I heard it. And so that's why why Sylvia played it. This was from yesterday when Albert Brewer joined Captain Hoodie. And when they're making decisions, and, you know, Kevin Warren's going to be a big part of this. From what I've heard, he wants to be more involved in the football side. It's going to be like, where does this look like it's going? From what I've heard, he wants to be a little bit more involved in the football side. Like, not, is not that just in the building? Not yeah. just in the meeting with the mayors and the politicians and, trying to figure out what to do in Arlington tonight? And is that because, like, was that always part of the plan? Or is that because Kevin Warren's been on the job now since April? They've had to fire two assistant coaches for inappropriate behavior. HR They're, has had to step in. Yeah. Yeah. They're three and eight. 
They're bad. They can't win a division game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is that why Kevin Warren has taken an assessment now, like six months on the job? How many months is that, Yerk? That's uh, uh, he's April eight to eight now months 11, on the job. Yeah. Uh, no. Four and four. He got hired in April. Yeah. Right? Yeah. April 11. Now we're at 11. Four and four 11. And 11 that's seven. seven months on the job. Yeah, yeah, it depends if it was early. So that's that's seven, eight April. months, basically. Seven, eight months. Has he taken his assessment and and, and gone, this whole thing is a dumpster fire, maybe. and I need to really... And maybe he and Ryan Poles have got a tremendous working relationship, and yes, I'm getting involved in the side, and Ryan Poles and I will be doing this thing hand in hand. So right. that's fine, if that's the direction they want to go. I'm not against it. Give me more bear sound. Um, I got Albert Breer. Give me something else that can make us uh, pontificate a little bit. You want to hear? No, don't say you want to hear. Play something for okay. me. Okay. All right. This is Eberflus from today. Potsy's Mark Potash's question is okay. Okay. Here you go. And I know you'll say, well, we just got to be more consistent. But what when it's that stark? What do you as a coach do to make sure that that the good defense is the one has the staying power, especially you know one week to the next? What what is your uh, approach this week to your team to, to your defense to get that out of them yeah that's a good question mark um you know it's about consistency right you know so it's about you know we call a cycle of the snap and i know that sounds rudimentary but you know for a, good, a player to make a production and to play well inside the scheme you know he has to get the call right and he's got a line right and then he's got to get in his stance right and he's got to read his keys Jeez. right he's got his eyes right and then he's got to play football with great technique and execute his job um you know so that's everybody on the field, you know, and that's all positions. And then when you have a good execution, uh, you have that along the line, right? So it's all 11 of us doing their job at the right time. I want Eberflus to break down the waking up in the morning. So what you got to do is you got to open your eyes and you, you got to roll over. Then you got to put yourself in a position. Scratch your balls. To go to your side, yeah. You know, put your leathery man sack in your hand and give it a good rub. Then you got to roll over to your side and you got to sit up. Dangle your feet over the side of the bed. And then you can either do one of two things. You can leap out of bed, jump with two feet, get into a half a squat, and get back up. And I mean, what? What are we doing here? That's awesome. I, I mean, is he going to break it all down? Well, you, well, you got to choose a fork. You got to choose a plate or a bowl. And then you got to figure out exactly what you're going to eat. What, what are we doing? I don't know. This is like sort of his fallback. He just goes to, well, it's yeah, a, we got to execute. It sounds gotta, rudimentary. It's, 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 sounds rudimentary. It's player and coach together. Yeah. We got to, you know. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I break it down to the simplicity, too, when I talk about tendencies and formations and down in distance and uh, motion giving plays away. But that's actual football stuff. You assume a guy can get into an alignment. You're uh, assuming a guy knows how to get into a stance. I mean, I would assume, like, by the varsity high school level, kids know that. Yeah, I mean, my heavens. Right? Like, high school varsity yeah. players should know that. Like, yeah, you've played enough football. You yeah. should know how I to mean, get into your stance doing? properly. I think he just talks for the same. He knows going into a press conference, I've got to be here 10 minutes. And I can minimize the questions. If I get if I get a question, I answer it. And I answer it in whatever way I possibly want. As long as I take enough time, that's clicking off of how long I have to be here. Right, yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's, the word, that's through the hourglass. Kamala Harris-like word, word salad. I'm telling you. It's Matt Nagy word I mean, salad. We thought we, were thought we thought we were done with word salad after Jeez. that. Jeez. I mean, that's That's, that's got the croutons and the tomatoes Harm? and the whole thing. Harm? Let's go to the audio tape, as Warner Wolf would used to Where say. Where do you want me to go now? Only he said videotape. Whatever else you have for me on the football front. 
I'm ready. You got a ton of stuff on there. I see pages of sound up there. Did you want the Breer one? We, we got it now for yeah, you. Yeah, where is yeah. that, guys? Oh, here's the... F- okay, here. Give this me is, Breer. Play the this middle is one. The, f- the middle 123. one. This is the full uh, Albert Breer from yesterday with uh, Cap and Hoodie. I think it's like a lot of it depends on where your team is. By the way, they were basically asking about like Iberflus's future and what yeah. he thinks or what he's hearing from a national perspective about what might happen within the organization. I think it's like a lot of it depends on... Where your team is, because this was such a ground-up build mm-hmm. for those guys. And I, I do think, to some degree, when you hire guys who haven't been head coaches or general managers before, especially when you're pairing two of them together, like you do have to build in some period of, like, hey, we need to, we need to give them a chance to learn on the job, to you know get experience in the job and get better at the job. Um, so that's part of it. And... You know, but when it's such a big, uh, a big job and a, a big like ground up build that that's in front of those guys, I, I think a huge part of it's the trajectory of the program. And so, you know, all those names, I like we went through a minute ago. Like, how does Montez Sweat look at the end of the year? How does Darnell Wright look at the end of the year? How does DJ Moore look at the end of the year? Are they making progress and keeping guys like Jalen Johnson and you know and, and Darnell Mooney? Does it look like those guys? Like, like, does it look like there's something there? I just think such a big piece of this, and when they're making decisions, and you know, Kevin Warren's going to be a big part of this. From what I've heard, he wants to be more involved in the football side. It's going to be like, where does this look like it's going? Where does Justin Fields look like he's going? I, I think that it's going to be. It's more about that when it comes to making decisions on these sorts of things than it is just the raw wins and losses. So there's seven weeks left of this NFL season. You know, not counting the playoffs, which we don't think right. the Bears will be a part the Bears of. Obviously. Are not going to be the, in the Bears playoffs, have six games left. Are they yeah. still evaluating? And and I do find it interesting to one like to to how much of last year Yerk goes into Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren's calculus of what they want to do. Because as you have pointed out And Adam Johns was on the station last week, pointing it out with Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, I read Josh Schrock write some of the same stuff at NBC Sports Chicago last week. Last year, they were trying to lose. Yes, they were. And do you blame Matt Eberflus for that? And does that three and, uh, what was it, three and 14 season? That's on the organization. Go into the calculus for do we want to retain Matt Eberflus or not? If they do... And they get the seven victories somehow. And we know there's easier games coming up. And then they show, hey, this is a seven, whatever, four-game improvement. And then they look back at Denver and they look back at this Minnesota game. That could possibly affect them as they move forward. Yes. You know, maybe maybe Polls told them when they got into this thing, hey, it's not going to happen overnight. So that, like, they were together. And, and, and as long as you're not incompetent, you're not going anywhere. Is he incompetent? That's a good question. Well, you know, it's hard to control your coaching staff's private lives. Uh, that's I'm just saying it. That I is mean, interesting. Right? That is interesting. I mean, it, it, it is. I know what you're saying. You're right. When I leave employees here. Employees behave badly right. all the time. Right. Is, I, is my employer responsible for me once I leave here? Now, I'm responsible for, for uh, my brand, and I'm responsible for the company's brand. So if something silly happens, you know, but it's away from the building, how how can anybody control that? 
And I'm just throwing yeah. that as a generality. Yeah, out like there. I know. Nothing I specific. Know. No, no, I know. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, but then does it come in question upon your judgment of individuals? Right. Right. Two. Two times this year. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nutty. You're... Two different cases. Do you on. want to take a bunch of calls coming up Yeah, next? coming up, we're going to take a bunch mm-hmm. of phone calls here. We've got the lines are lit up naturally. That's People want to talk football. I'm not shocked by that. They want to talk Thanksgiving, too. They, they want, want to talk, talk turkey. Thanksgiving. Let's, Thanksgiving. let's go. Let's talk if turkey. If you guys need cooking tips from Carmen and I, we're two of the best chefs here in the city of Chicago. Very well respected be Carmen in the community. In that situation. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Let's make it there. I'm rolling. I go, are you going to correct me when I'm rolling? Who's fine. Who's coming on at one? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Todd Furman's going to join us at the top of the hour. Nice. Give us all his gambling plays. Nice. Remember, it's the Wednesday, Black Wednesday. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a party now and a party tonight when we come back on ESPN One Thousand. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. Wednesday, you got that right, right before Thanksgiving. Mm. I think everybody is really just kind of pacing themselves up to the evening is what's happening here. I don't plan on eating until dinner tomorrow. Uh, We have an early dinner tomorrow on Thanksgiving. I'm going to eat at like 3, I think. We eat at like 12, 31 o'clock. Are you going to eat between now and then? Uh, probably. I'll Are have you? something. I'll something, have to put something in the boiler, yeah. I'm not eating anything until tomorrow. I'm heading up to Dino's in Chicago Heights after this. So I'm heading out there, uh, 3.30, meeting a bunch of the guys up there, guys I play in a golf league. Guys going to do some commiserating? Yeah, I don't know if that's Chicago Heights at that point, or is it Flossmore? It's by Marion Catholic. Mm. So right by there, you know, we're going to go up there and have a couple of cocktails before we head back to uh, okay. the beautiful state of Indiana. Right. The great state. Wander, Indiana is what they tell you. That's what they say. Let's get out to the phone lines, Carm, here. Where do you want to go, Mike Scott? Trail. Let's go Viking Scott real quick, and we'll run him down. Scotty, what's up? Gentlemen, my favorite uh, time of the year when Yurko's hosting a show, and why is that? You know how Greg Maddox never threw fastballs at the same speed? Never. It's still a fastball with Yurko hosting. It's just <laughs> at a different pace. Yeah, that's good, Scotty. I like Thank you, Scotty. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, so uh, i got to yell out a quick go, dogs. I know somebody called, talked about Crown Point, but yeah. I've been a school board member there for 20 years, so i got to wish our team the best of luck. I'll be down there Saturday night in Indianapolis to root them on. Nice. Uh, a, a tough task ahead, I can tell you. The Ben Davis team is loaded, but you just never know. So... Um, getting to this weekend, though, because Yurko and I have a lot of similarities, we love college basketball, we love football, this to me puts is right up there with weekends because I love college football, I love pro football, and I love college basketball with these tournaments and the matchups and good. It's really one of the better and I think most underrated sports weekends. I just want to get your thoughts on that before the big Viking bear tilt on Monday night. You got it all, Scotty. You're right. I mean, uh, Michigan, Ohio State. Maybe the last ever Civil War. Oregon, Oregon State should be good. And could the Beavers like pull a huge upset and well, you know knock Oregon's uh, any hope Oregon has yeah. of of sneaking of in here, anything, like yes. just end it in that great rivalry. Florida and then, State just jumped them, didn't they? Uh, yes, Florida yes, State. But Florida, Florida State, State also lost five. its quarterback. I got um, you. Uh, Auburn, Alabama stinks because Auburn stinks so much right now. But like, no, I think it's a good point, Scotty. And by the way, happy Thanksgiving, Scott. Yep. I'm sure he'll call Monday. Absolutely. With a little preview of Bears and Vikings. But I'm yeah, sure. it, it is a great weekend. And if you love college hoops, you double 
or triple dip, I guess you'd say, between all the pro and college football and college basketball. Let's go out to Kimo Von Allhoffen and Joliet. Kimo Von Allhoffen, great uh, pass rusher for the Bengals. Yes. Back, or no, the uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers back in the day. Carson yeah. Palmer, he got his knee. Yeah, what do you right. got for us, Kimo? Fellas. How yeah, are you doing? Man. Hey, great. happy uh, Turkey Eve. Hope you guys have a great time with your family and friends tomorrow. God bless. Salute. You, you too. too. Hey, uh, guys, you're talking about Indiana football uh, down in Joliet. You guys mentioned yesterday there's uh, three teams around here going down the state. Well, I know the uh, Hilltoppers are going down. Hilltoppers, they beat my alma mater last weekend. I, was, uh, I went to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't talk about that. But, they beat Providence, uh, right? East? No. Yeah, Providence. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Lincoln Way East. And uh, the guy that played at College St. Francis, head coach Barry Southall, the uh, two-way Wilmington Wildcats are going down. Oh, yeah, Wilmington just a little bit south of there. Yeah, that yeah, far. Yeah, just a little bit south. Yeah, that area is well represented, Kimo. We were talking about all of the matchups yesterday. Good luck to all the players, all the coaches, yeah, all just the schools. South of Braidwood, I believe. Yeah. Wilmington is right next to Braidwood. It yeah. could even be. Joliet Catholic's playing Naz Academy. Naz is right by me. Went yep. and saw some of their semifinal game against yep. uh, St. Francis last week. Yeah, and that's Friday and Saturday for the championship games here in the state of Illinois. Down in, in Bloomington. Yeah, Bloomington normal. Bloomington yes. normal. Yeah. Eddie, you're on the north side. What do you got for us, my friend? Carm, York, happy Thanksgiving and. Uh... I just want to run this by you. Justin Fields comes out on a press conference, says he's not 100%, because I think the writing is on the wall and he knows already. How do you come out and have 14 design runs for a guy? I mean, every time he got tackled, it looked like he was going to dislocate his thumb again. I think they're out there just showcasing him. They know already they're not bringing him back, and they probably told him, because for a year, what were we saying? We know he can run. We know any quarterback in the NFL can run out. But Justin Herbert, who's like a turtle, had eight carries for almost 80 yards this past weekend. Um, is Can Justin play from the pocket? Because we've been talking for, for a year. Then why do you have him running 14 times? We know he could run. Yeah, first, of, first of all, he's him. not comfortable running. He's not comfortable passing from the pocket. I think he told you that. Didn't yeah, he say I that know, early, in the, yeah, early in the year? He was frustrated he with said, the offense. Hey, yeah. I, 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 I don't like throwing from the pocket. That's not good. Yeah, but he made the great throw when he climbed the pocket yes, and threw he the did. ball to DJ Moore. 39-yard yes. touchdown. I'm like, there it is. Yeah. There it is right there. I, there it is. That's just it. did it. Do it. That's all we're asking you to do. So do it, my yeah, Eddie. Thanks, buddy. Go ahead. One more point, guys, uh, uh, from the earlier show with uh, Cap and Hoodie. They were talking about drafting a quarterback, but they were like, well, who's going to coach him? I, who's going to coach him? If you are a star and you are special, you will coach yourself as a great quarterback. I mean, I don't even like Ohio State quarterbacks. And you think somebody's coaching C.J. Stroud right right off the bat? No, he's doing it himself. Brady did it himself. Montana did it himself. When you're a great and you know how to, and you draft him, I don't care if it's first, second, third, or fourth. You come in, you command it. I don't, you don't need coaching. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. Dude, listen, Eddie, I think the great ones are going to be great no matter what. Yeah. Like people say, well, I what if the too. Bears drafted Mahomes? And thanks, Eddie. I, I really? think Mahomes yeah. is going to be great. I don't think it hurts that Mahomes gets to be coached by Andy Reid. I don't think right. it hurts that Brett Favre got to be coached uh, by Mike Holmgren. I don't the, think it hurt that Bill Walsh co- the coached. The Colts stunk in Peyton Manning's uh, first year. Joe Montana, yeah. They stunk in Peyton Manning's first year. The Cowboys stunk in Troy Inkman's first year. Yeah. You've got to you've got to allow a little bit for growth. Yeah, for a quarterback, that's what you've got to do. All right. When we come back, 
Todd Furman. Two minutes, baby. Our Las Vegas champion of picks comes back. It's Carmen and Yurko on ESPN Radio 1000.